Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Ladies and gentlemen, today I have a very special guest. She's Ukrainian-born Victoria Ratter, and she's a possibility coach and founder of You Too Shine. While homeschooling her two children, she became a top 1% real estate agent in the United States during the 2008 the 2009 recession. Her journey of coaching others to be successful learned, led her to the realization of the importance of the subcutaneous, of, of subconscious. Or, let's start that again. Uh, I'm reading too quickly. Five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, today I have a very special guest. She's Ukrainian-born Victoria Ratter, and she's a possibility coach and founder of You Too Shine. She found out while she was homeschooling her children that the subconscious was so important in sales. And you see, she was a top 1% real estate agent in the United States during the recession of 2008 to 2009. The connection of subconscious programming led her to energy work. She then went on to receive a PhD in metaphysical studies and mastered various energy modalities uh, and combined spiritual practices with practical applications to have and has been helping clients and students ever since living a true life of freedom and fulfillment. She is a four times best-selling author and her most recent book is Prosper Me, the 35 Universal Laws to Make Money Work for You. Welcome, Victoria. Thank you so much, Dr. Lika. It's wonderful to be here with you today. Well, you have come through a lot. And we make it sound easy when I lead an introduction like this. But you and I know that to get there, you have had to climb a mountain of adversity. Tell me a little bit about your journey and that mountain you had to climb. I think I will start from the end and go back to the beginning of the mountain because, you know, it's not like once you've climbed to the top, the top is the top and there are clouds and birds singing. You know, this morning I woke up with zero motivation, zero, zilch, nada, <laughs> you know, and so the journey continues. The principles are the same and it's the principle of purposeful 
overcoming and knowing why to get out of bed and why to take the next step, you know. And so I grew up in Ukraine. I was a part of the Soviet Union. And I always said that in a way, I'm very grateful that I grew up in an environment that did not allow for freedom of choice externally. You know, we could choose between two can we could choose between yes and no when we voted. It was one candidate, one choice, and we voted yes or no. And if we voted no, we were reinvited to vote again. And so for me, I uh am grateful for the experience of limited freedom because I realized that true freedom is not what's happening around you, but how you react to it internally, and that nobody, nobody can get a piece of my mind unless I willingly surrender it. So that was a gift. And um, having had that gift, when the Soviet Union fell apart, I got to come to the United States and was so excited to show my kids the world and to travel the world. I started homeschooling them, went to Greece, came home. After three weeks, an amazing trip, my husband sat me down and he said, Honey, let me explain to you how money works in America. That little plastic you've been swiping, there's no real money attached to it. You know, you just got us into debt. And that was the beginning of my education in finances and economics and uh of what to do while pursuing my dream. So yes, I googled what's the fastest way to make money in America 2007. Homes are flying off the shelves. It was real estate. Got in real estate as it crashed. Um, cried a fair share. Got a coach. Put coach on credit card. And with the help of a coach, was able to implement very simple disciplines. They were simple. They were not easy. They were simpler and easier for me than for some other agents. So I started asking why. And the reason why was all of the genetic upbringing, all the programming, and truly the connection and the understanding of that one principle of freedom. That's huge. And, and I've always found that discipline equals freedom uh, in my life. And I know that sounds counterintuitive to many of our listeners, but the more disciplined you are, both in your habits and in your mind, that's where the freedom comes. Because quite often you have to do things over and over and over again to get successful at them. And you have to do them in such a meticulous way they have to be done there. And you also have to have a certain mindset to allow you to have that to happen. Because without that mindset, you never get there. And I've also found the following principle, that it doesn't matter what happens to you, it's what you do with what happens. And that's what you showed way back when, during that recession, that you, the world was getting beaten up. You know, there was a recession going on. But you didn't take that for an answer. You decided to become a good salesman. Oh, I love that. I, I just, you know, I have to, I have to validate when I have the, the emotional, powerful response, like chills through my body when you said discipline equals freedom. Oh, what a pearl right there. <laughs> you know, drop the mic. Let's pause <laughs> and look into that. And, and the only thing I would add to that perspective is that, you know, I grew up in the country that had no rights. It was all responsibilities and duties. And so it was totalitarian. There was no freedom. 
And what's happening around me right now is we're confusing the reality of having only rights and no responsibilities and no duties. And that is not democracy. That is not freedom. That is anarchy. So once we understand the balance, we can balance our mind and we can create a mindset of what I call is the law of the harvest or the law of cause and effect, two very powerful laws. What is the cause? The mind, the mindset. What is the effect? The reality that I'm creating. It is my right to access my mind and it is my responsibility to create a mindset that creates a life of expressed freedom and opportunity. Now, I'm going to say that, you know, I think that all laws that we have of success go back to Napoleon Hill and his book, Think and Grow Rich, that he wrote many, many years ago in the 1920s or 30s. And in that, he wrote about 17 success principles that hold true today, just like they did then. Uh, Absolutely. And if you wanted to go even backwards and arrive at Aristotle and Plato, you will find that Napoleon Hill had some help. (laughs) So nothing is new under this sun. Absolutely nothing. However, there are endless, infinite individual perspectives. And sometimes someone says something in a way that we are capable of hearing. Not because it is new, nothing is new under the sun, but because it is delivered to us on the channel, on the frequency, in a language that actually unlocks our understanding. And so I think that is to encourage everybody that if you have a message of empowerment, your voice needs to be heard. Forget Plato. He's not around currently. (laughs) That's right. But but still, there's the wisdom of the ancients there, and we should listen and and pay respect. And, you know, I, I think the biggest problem in this day and age is people are so busy and they're so caught up in themselves. They're on their iPhones 24-7. They're doing this. They're doing that. But they're forgetting. They need some time to themselves. They need some time to think. And they need some time to read. You know, I think everybody should read and take that a very powerful challenge that you should be reading at least a book a month. And if you're not, you're cheating yourself. Oh, I agree. I agree. hundred percent. I think that we are creating neural pathways. They now have proven they've taken um, actual brain images that it takes 12 seconds, 12 seconds for a new neural connection to be formed in your brain. So if you're maintaining a thought for 12 seconds, if you're maintaining the energy of experience for 12 seconds, your brain tries to support you by forming a brand new neural connection for that. And so when you're reading a book, you are in the energy of that book. You're in the message of that book. So it's also very important to know what you expose your brain to, because whether you want to believe it or not, the environment that we expose ourselves to creates our internal experience. It impacts it. Now, in your book or books, you talk about three levels of empowerment. What do you mean by that? I found in my life that some things will happen, right? Bad things will happen. In 2013, I had 11 deaths in my family. In every month, there was a death. 
Life happens, death happens. I being Ukrainian war is happening right now in Ukraine. And so it's only natural to validate the experience the experience of things happen to me. So that phrase happening to me is a point of awareness of powerlessness. And it's very important to not deny the moment of powerlessness because that is the beginning of a choice of what you do with it. Yes, things will happen to you as they do. We all have a choice to go from powerlessness or from poor me to what I call power hungry me. And Les Brown is, is probably the key person who just loves to talk about hunger, hunger is awakening and, and talking about, well, how did this experience while happening to you was happening for you? And I know that there's a lot of motivational speaking that is um, in the field of positive thinking that talks about turning it from how it happens to me to how it happens for me. But I also know that if you don't stop there, if you don't, if you stop there, if you stop at how is this happening for me, what are the lessons for me? That for me is never fully fulfilled. And I see people who are constantly looking for the next shiny object. They're striving, they're climbing the never ending mountains, and they're feeling absolutely empty inside. They are remaining hungry as motivation. So what I've come to believe the true empowerment to be is, yes, life happens to you. You turn it through gratitude to how it happens for you. But you're truly empower empowered when life happens through you. When you say, what is my role in changing and shifting who I am and as a result, the world around me? You know, when people say, what do you want? How do you want to change the world? The answer is there's only one way to change the world. Change, change myself. Let the experience of who I am to be flowing through me that I can impact the world in the best way. Yeah, that, that's beautiful. And I, I think that's absolutely true. You know, I think we make the biggest change in the world by having the world act through us, not because of us. Not by being the woes me person, not by being the victim, but being the initiator of things, by being the person that can actually grab the bull by the horns and make the world what you want it to be and do it in a positive, loving way. Oh, yeah. I have an acronym for love as life originating vibrant emotion or energy in motion. So if it is not adding to life, it is not love, no matter what somebody else says. Very easy to see whether you're loving or not. Are you adding to life or distracting from it? Yeah, and I, I think love is very important. That is one of my golden pearls in my book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. And it happens to be the first golden pearl because I find it to be one of the most powerful, in fact, the most powerful force in the world. And I think people have to realize that, that if you can use love in such a way, in such a powerful way, you can change the world, but you have to concentrate on it. You have to get away from that voice of fear. And fear means false expectations appearing real. So I've got an acronym for that one, too, because fear is the other thing that drives us away from love. 
Mm. You know, I think it is such a powerful observation. And um, I had a client come one time and she said, you know, I really am very noncommittal. I'm afraid to commit. And there goes the fear. I'm afraid to commit because I either overcommit and I dis- then disappoint people. And I paused for a second thinking of the best practical steps to help her to commit. But then what came in was very palpable, and that is we're always committed. We're incredibly committed, but we're either committed to the scared part of ourselves or sacred part of ourselves. And the definer is that love, right? So the scared part, the scared part, the one that says, who are you to do it? And... How can you possibly do it? And then there's the sacred part, the part that says, I will surrender to love and allow love work through me in a way that is healing. And when you look at those two words, the letter C, they're the same letters with the letter C shifting the placement from scared to sacred, just a shift of commitment. So I think all of us have moments of fear and I found what works for me my clients is find those scared parts of you accept them and love them love them don't punish them love them and they will grow into the sacred you're meant to be you know this morning on my walk i listened to a book called can't hurt me by david goggins now david uses the f word a lot so if you were <laughs> if you don't like that please don't listen to it but david had a very bad past and and David starts his book in his first chapter of taking ownership for everything in his life that happened. And there was a lot of bad stuff that happened. He had an abusive father. He had all sorts of crap that went on. But, you know, David made a challenge to the audience of the following Take a list of all the bad things that happened in your life and own them. Let them become part of you and then love them mm-hmm. because they are part of you and they are going to drive you to another level. Well, in this example that you're giving so serendipitously is actually an example of law of synchronicities. That is one of the 35 laws in my Prosper Me book. When the universe or God, however you refer to the divine source from which you originated, you believe, has a message of importance for us, that message will come through and will align with the same message several times during the day. I always pay attention to those. The law of synchronicities is a very powerful law. And so clearly today is the day for loving anything that we are partially hiding or unaccepting. So we're just going to do homework right after this interview. Okay. So, you know... I, Victoria, this show is called the How to Live a Fantastic Life Show. So I'm going to ask you on a personal level, how do you, Victoria Ratter, live a fantastic life? I choose it. I choose it every day. And I choose it moment by moment. And I choose two things. One, to be alive. And two, to prosper in every area of my life. And they're not one and the same. I I actually do choose to remind myself through emotional gratitude 
for the privilege I have to be alive. And by just defaulting to that, and maybe the gift of death that has, has been my companion, you know, throughout my life has helped me. But I never take life or being alive for granted. That's number one. And number two, I ask the questions. You know, that beautiful concept, ask and you shall receive. We've dumbed down to things. Let me manifest the list of 45 amazing things. But I believe it's deeper. It's ask, meaning the question. And so I actually ask, what is the most meaningful experience that I can have today? Who is the person that I can serve the most? So there you have it. I choose to remember to be grateful for being alive. And I pay attention to the questions that I ask because they shape my reality. Wonderful, Victoria. Now, the flip side of that question is how do you recommend others live that fantastic life? I think if you're going through a hard time and the concept of powerlessness love happens to me, you get to first say, aha, uh-huh, that is where it is. I am feeling powerless. I'm going to love myself for that right now. And now I'm going to pause for a minute and find the one thing I'm grateful for. Sometimes, you know, the law of gratitude sometimes is misconstrued that we're to be grateful for all things. I make a very clear distinction. We're grateful to through all things. Something is horrible happening. Do not force your subconscious mind to be grateful for it. Simply find the golden nugget, the gold pearl, right? <laughs> that you can be grateful for through the experience. And then you can truly step into the gratitude. So acknowledge, first of all, be aware, and then align. Align through gratitude and then act. Awareness, alignment, and then action. And that brings you to the life of abundance, which to me is a fantastic life. Oh, Victoria, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed the show and how much I looked forward to it. I don't know if you know, but my mother's family was from the Ukraine. And I'm almost certain I have relatives there. Unfortunately, we lost track of them many, many years ago with the Sidellen days and everything else. So it's sad what's going on there. I hope that there's a resolution. But, you know, it's gone over for a century. And that's probably why you're in your country and I'm in my country, because of the things that went on there forced us outside. Absolutely. Uh, now, how can people find about more about you and your world, and how can they get copies of your books? Yeah, the greatest value that I would like to offer is probably by getting a quiz, which is very easy to remember, moneyquiz.me. And that quiz allows you to see your positive emotion, energy in motion that you are relating to the world through. And that will allow you to then know which of the laws in the book you can benefit from the most. If you want to skip it and you are not interested in it, the book is available everywhere, Amazon (laughs) and beyond. (laughs) And to connect, you can find me on our website, yu2shine.com, yu2shine.com. Or on Instagram, Vika, V-I-C-A underscore Raider, R-A-D-E-R. Thank you so much for spending the time for us. And thank you so much for, for enlightening us today. 
Oh, thank you for having me. And I am taking it with me. Discipline equals freedom. I will be quoting you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. It's such a great honor. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a pleasure to talk to you today as well. Please check out my website, Dr. Alan Lyka, A-L-L-E-N-L-Y-C-K-A, and doctor is spelled D-R. And there you will get a golden pearl a week. Just sign up for it. Bye for now. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Lyka's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a fantastic day.